Hello and welcome to the Betches Sup Podcast. I'm Elise Morales. I'm Sammy Fishbine. And for those of you who are just tuning in, the Betches Sup Podcast is your weekly rundown of all the crazy shit that happens in the news, explained by your two funniest friends, which, which is, is us. us. Great. We read the news so you don't have to. Yeah, I was like, are we doing it? Are we doing the second tag? You know, it's always very exciting yeah. to fi- find out if we're going to do the second tag. Yeah. It's always like sort of an improvised moment. We don't know if it's going to happen. Just kind of got to feel it out in the room. <laughs> It's like stand up. Yeah. Got to feel the crowd. Yeah, exactly. I'm like, who's list? Like, who do we feel is tuning in in this moment? Do they want to hear the second tag? Yes, <laughs> they are. They do. Okay. This so is a big week. So I feel like we should just like dive right in. Yeah, truly. What, what's getting you through the week, Elise? Chuck and Nancy, they're meeting whatever the live brawl that they had with the president was on something. television. It was truly a remarkable moment um for any of you guys who didn't watch so basically chuck schumer and nancy pelosi met with trump about a government spending bill we might be shutting down the government again who knows um trump said he would be proud to shut down the government over the wall uh and basically trump like invited them and normally what would happen at these things is that there would be like a press part at the beginning and then they would go into a back room and do like real negotiations but instead trump was like no let's keep the press here the whole time and i think that he thought it was going to make him look really good but it didn't it did nancy came to play here's the thing her coming to play is literally just sitting there yes because when you have someone like that who's insane yeah all you have to do is be and they will fly off the handle yes and he did in spectacular fashion oh he acted so he was spiraling you could tell the moment that she called it the trump shutdown that it put him into like a mental space that he could not like he became a loose cannon. Well, in that it's moment. weird because I don't even feel like he cares if he shuts down the government. No, like, he doesn't even know what it means, let alone the fact that it really the, the negative impacts are the the effects that it has on like workers. What yeah. does he care about workers? No, he doesn't. He doesn't even know what shutting down the government means or why it's bad at all, which is why he's like toying with it this way. But I think he just the fact that she like in any way like got a dig in at him just made him lose his mind. She should have called it the Donald shutdown. I think that would have really, (laughs) you ought to really see something that would have really, you know, and I think this is my big guess is she did such a good job. I mean, Chuck Schumer was also fine, but Nancy was the real, I felt star of the whole thing. In addition to sleeping Mike Pence, which was very funny. (laughs) Oh, but I forgot about sleeping Mike. Oh my gosh. (laughs) You know what I think Mike Pence was thinking about? Mm -hmm. I think he was thinking about Michael Flynn and his, and I think he's like, running I think he was like playing the tape of his actions during the transition team and thinking like shit I'm in so much trouble like I think that's really what he was thinking about I just feel like praying yeah I just think it proves what like a little spineless like weenie he is that it's like you don't even you can't even say anything it's like when you're doing this is another improv reference but it's like when you see an improv team and one person like doesn't step off the back line the entire time it's like wait was was he supposed yeah. to be there? We see you, man. Like, yeah. <laughs> you're standing on the stage. We see you. You got to at least step out and say something. You at least got to go yes and. Yes. Ex- <laughs> yes. One time 
at the Del Close Marathon, I saw an improv show that had a bunch of famous people in it, one of which being the guy. I, I don't know if we would call him famous, but the guy who played Harry Crane in Mad Men. And okay. he did not step off the back line the whole time. And I was like, dude, you're too famous not to step off the back line. Yeah. Like, we see you. Yeah, you, you have to come out and do a scene. That is so funny. Even if it's bad, like, you have to come out and do at, Even if your contribution is nothing, Mike, you gotta say something i wonder if trump afterwards was like mike what the fuck yeah like dude bro you let me freaking hanging out there (laughs) you didn't say anything okay well you know what's funny i think we're about to like i think what's something that's not said in like all of the main breaking news is that mike pence is complicit in a lot of the bad things that this administration has done i wasn't listening to sarah kenzior's podcast yes gaslit nation we're actually going to be interviewing her tomorrow so excited very very excited and today's episode that or yesterday's episode that she just released they talk about mike pence for sort of an extended period of time and how he got chosen to be the vice president manafort was the one who chose him Mm -hmm. and why they picked him and his involvement in the transition team and all of this and how he's fully aware of the illegal things that they were doing in 2016 and i think that there is a chance that he might have to sort of strike a deal yeah, I know someone I think it was John. I think it might have been John Lovett on Pod Save America mm-hmm. who suggested that at the end of this whole Mueller investigation, we might get a deal where tr- where Pence pardons Trump in exchange for like just getting him the fuck. away. Yeah, just like send it because that's what Gerald Ford did. Yeah, he pardoned. Uh, he pardoned Nixon, which sucks because I suck. want to see all complicit parties go down I and know. to jail. And but I think that that might. Or ultimately hurt the country more. I know. But we'll I see. will take Donald Trump not as president in whatever form it comes to me. Even if it's <laughs> like, yeah, right. like I will whatever form that has to take to happen, I will take that. One more thing I wanted to say about this meeting is I feel like this helped Nancy and her speakers bid because today we found out that she struck a deal with House Democrats, basically saying I will be speaker, but only for four years. And and during that time, I'm going to like foster new, younger leadership. But I feel like also they saw that and it kind of laid bare like no one else can do this. Yeah, I was like she she did something that we haven't seen, honestly, since Hillary in the debates, which is like, say you're wrong to. Yeah, she was like, that's not correct to him. I think the two of them, Chuck and Nancy, (laughs) Chuck and Nancy, which I will say watching them was like an uncanny um experience thinking back at them in the um in our cartoon president yes. like they really are just like yeah they are a fun yeah. little and also they have a good like couple's Rapport. name which is chuck and nancy yeah. that is fun they sound married yeah right. so i mean yeah i think that she she just by remaining silent and saying like we need to have a facts-based conversation we need to have facts here we mm-hmm. need evidence for what you're saying you don't have the votes in the house yeah to pass this borders to pass this immigration bill um and i think that that i think they really outmaneuvered him yes chuck was very funny he was like not looking at him he I, he kind of felt like he was like a dad ignoring yeah. his kid it's like oh god Donald's yeah. going he, at it again and then he uh, my favorite was when he was like when the president is excited about winning north dakota and indiana you know he's in real trouble and then the press is like oh can laughter and uh, uh, also afterwards nancy gave that thing where she was like well i didn't want to say like you're wrong in front of everyone and then also the big dig that i thought she got in was when she was like she called she said the wall was like a manhood thing for him which it is which it 100% is and I was just like 
That's a burn. Yeah. That's a big burn. That's the one that he really gets him. But what I thought was interesting is that they're having this fight about border security and Trump is like, I will shut down the government for border security. I will shut it all down. I don't care. I'll take the mantle for that. I can't mm-hmm. believe he knew the word mantle, honestly. Yeah. That was weird. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I was like, that is like, it's like, that oh. is a little bit elevated in speech. Like, yeah. where did you hear that? I feel, uh, yeah. It's like you read one book. Um, and but I feel like Ivanka this, said it once. Right. And he was like, Ivanka, what does that mean? And she was like, yeah. Let me tell you, father. (laughs) (laughs) But what I think that was so fascinating was that he has this whole argument about border security and he didn't even mention the caravan. Right? That's so odd. Yeah. That was so weird. It's like, do you not even remember your own bullshit story? Literally, he already forgot. Because that was just something he was doing during the midterms. That was right. like a midterms thing. It's like it went in his midterm manipulation box in his head and then he like let set it free. And yeah. now there is no caravan. Yeah. <laughs> now it's like no one cares. It's we like just this, sent would, the- this would have been the perfect time to bring it up. Yeah, exactly. The perf- It really was the perfect time to bring it up and be like, what do you guys think about the caravan? But he forgot. He forgot to bring up his fake fear mongering ploy. Thing that he sent 5,000 troops to the border on Thanksgiving for. And I think they're still there. <laughs> but right. okay um what's been getting you through this week in trump's america um just you know this is a little tidbit but trump canceled the white house christmas party for the press which is just like so, <laughs> so petty mean. like he couldn't even like be in the room with them yeah. no holiday cheer for you it's like they'll have their own it's fine he's like, actually the grinch like he's the <laughs> scrooge and the grinch and mr potter from uh it's a wonderful life like yes. he's all of them <laughs> no christmas cheer no Christmas cheer. Guess well, what I'm going to do? I'm going to take away <laughs> Christmas. He's like Principal Duval. It's like, yeah. I'm going to have to cancel your spring flick. Yes. We already paid for the DJ. <laughs> He's like, it's oh, okay. We can't cancel the spring <laughs> flick. You can't keep it, keep them past four. We will keep you here till four. <laughs> that was, that is him. Yeah, he that, it really is more ridiculous. That is that. such a insanely like demonic move to cancel the Christmas. Well, he just didn't want to go. That's what I think. He didn't want to have to go, especially also for the guy who's like, we're going to say Merry Christmas. I yeah. love Christmas. Yeah. How is that? How is this winning the war and it's on like Christmas? You, I know. Exactly. It's like now you've actually, this honestly strengthens the, the, the no Christmas movement, which is a very strong movement in this country. <laughs> yeah. You never hear about Christmas. Yeah, this huge, little known holiday that yeah. nobody talks about or celebrates. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> All right. Let's get into the main news. And there's so much. There's so much. It's really good. Okay. So first... First up, we have the Michael Cohen news. Michael Cohen was sentenced to 36 months in jail. That's which three years. Honestly, whatever. This pisses me off. Not just because, okay, for like essentially trying to sell out our country to a foreign adversary, he gets three years. Meanwhile, like one-time drug offenders like Alice yeah. Marie Johnson or that woman, Centoya Brown. Brown. I mean, I'm thinking of her because she's recent, but yeah. like she kills her rapist like kind of out of self-defense. Yeah. And she gets... Literally her whole life. 51 years. And she was 16 and he was a 43-year-old man and she had been trafficked by a pimp named Cutthroat. It's crazy. Yeah, and she gets her whole life in jail. Michael Cohen, who literally wants to bring down the the international world order with no, with no, like, thoughts to the consequences of that, all he gets is 36 months in jail. 
Okay. So basically, what they got him on are these campaign finance violations, the fact that he had conspired to basically got, get Donald Trump elected by paying off um, Stormy Daniels, all that tape we've all heard where and then the I, two of them talk yes. about it. I think they got him on tax evasion, too, just like a smattering of crime. My favorite was that he's like, he tries to be like, you know, I really regret every, like, I really regret, like, this life I lived. My biggest crime was being loyal to Donald Trump. It's like, no, your biggest crime was that you decided to make a career for yourself as a criminal. Yeah. Like, your your career is not, it's not like you're a, a banker who committed one white collar crime, like, one time you insider traded like your entire career was based on criminality yes and like yeah your career your, criminal your, your business model was being a criminal <laughs> it was like it was not like you had a business and you did one like mistake no it's you know? like that is like this the things the, the things that he is going to jail for are things that yeah were the backbone of his professional yeah. life like, like his main revenue stream was not paying taxes yeah <laughs> Yes, exactly. Exactly. So Trump denied direct. Well, okay. In the, in the sentencing memo, it names Trump as individual one for directing him. Right. It's so great. It's so funny. I feel like that's one of those things that will stick throughout history. Yeah. If there is a history and we don't all die in 10 years. If there is a history. (laughs) (laughs) So bleak. Yeah. It's like, yeah. Individual one. So they called it, they said that Michael Cohen committed these crimes at the direction of individual one. Which is what happened. Um, the Republicans are totally all over it and, um, you know, want to see the president thrown in jail. Yeah. Yeah. Of course not. <laughs> yeah. So, they want it. They're, they're, uh, they're ready to impeach, as is their duty. No, we're totally joking. The Republicans are like, I don't give a fuck about campaign finance violations. Rand Paul says, I personally think that if someone makes an error in filing paperwork or not categorizing, it shouldn't be jail jail time. It ought to be a fine. And he added that we're going to become a a banana republic where every president gets prosecuted and every president gets thrown in jail when they're done with office. It's like, not really. Only if you commit crimes. Yeah. Also, we become an accounting error. We become a banana republic if the president can commit crimes and not be held accountable for them. Yes. That's where we're in a banana republic. Not if the president commits crimes and then he is held accountable under the law. Yeah. And they're also bringing up John Edwards, who was found. uh, He he had campaign finance violations, but ultimately the FEC ruled that what he did was not was that paying off his mistress was not a campaign finance violation. But at the same time, his presidential ambitions were destroyed by this. So no one wanted him to continue trying to be president. Yeah, exactly. Also, like uh, he wasn't also the president and the campaign finance violation isn't like an integral part of him becoming the president. Right. Um, Um, Orrin Hatch, who is the oldest oldest person in in Congress, (laughs) uh, but not for long. He said the Democrats will do anything to hurt this president. And when the journalist who he was speaking to noted that it was actually the state, the prosecutors in New York who are bringing these charges against him. They said, okay. He said, okay, but I don't care. All I can say is, is he's doing a good job as president. That's what you can say when you're leaving office. Yeah. Okay. But I don't care is yeah. like, th- that should be the party line. What the Republicans say to Melania's anything. jacket. Yeah, exactly. Okay. But I don't care. Like yeah. that is their party slogan. <laughs> it is. I mean, Another thing is that something I found interesting is that the statute of limitations for this violation runs out in the middle of what would be Trump's second term. Mm -hmm. So he really needs to either win or 
get indicted for this campaign yeah. finance violation, which concerns me because it's like, yeah, the number one thing we should do with this guy is back him into a corner where he basically is forced to become a dictator or yeah. to avoid jail. So which it's like he would do. Yeah. Um, another thing is that AMI was implicated in this scheme because I think we reported, we talked about this a while ago, but basically they were trading story. Like David Pecker was friends with Donald Trump yes. and they were trading stories so that they could either like, if someone wouldn't support Trump, they would publish something bad about them. They did this, did this to Ted Cruz and accused him of having multiple affairs. Um, they also paid Karen McDougal $150,000 to buy her story and then just never published it. it. Yeah. Um, apparently, they were never reimbursed for that because David Pecker like backed out after. So Cohen wow. never paid him. Interesting. So now, basically, National Enquirer, their publisher, has like made a deal that they can't get in trouble for this $150,000 payment if they, like, talk about it. Right. And right. cooperate. I would give everyone in the world immunity if I could see Donald Trump go to jail. Yeah. It's so crazy. Yeah. Whatever. Fuck it. David Pecker's also the person in that leaked Michael Cohen audio who they're talking about. Our, friend, he, David. our friend David is David Pecker. He's literally like the mafia. It's... It is. And it's all crumbling down like a mafia thing because none of these, all the people that Trump thought were loyal to him, none of them actually are. They're all scammers and schemers and people just like him. They're the type of person, the type of person who would attach themselves to him right. is the type of person who would also sell him out in a fucking second to stay out of jail. Right. Which is why I think he's having such trouble finding a replacement for John Kelly. Yeah, exactly. Because why like, would you take that job? You have to be so seedy. Yes. To take that job. So we know whoever does take it is going to be like a major criminal asshole. Yeah. They probably. were talking about this on um, NPR, but the fact that he offered it to like a 36 year old man, this uh, Nick, or what's his name? Yeah. Ayers. The fact that they offered it to him to a 36 year old man. One is crazy because it's like the pinnacle of a, if you're a career, like not a career politician, but a pol career like campaign manager, political like advisor. That's the top position in the fucking country yeah. and second of all like the fact that he turned it down is so crazy like it's basically would be like do you want to be considered the most successful person in your field and that he's like with donald trump no well for him i think it was smart yes one one thing stephanie rule pointed out is like how does a 36 year old political consultant make 54 million dollars yeah. which he that's his like I mean I net he's worth or whatever yes um, that's sketchy so how did he do that second of all maybe he realizes that he doesn't want to be scrutinized like in an open situation yeah. which he would become like number one household name if he did become the chief of staff and that maybe he is just better off kind of staying in the shadows doing whatever he's doing maybe when Mike Prince becomes president yeah. he wants to be his chief of staff and not have his name like dragged through the mud for two years yeah I mean honestly it's the smartest shit I've ever seen any of these people do to be like actually we, we were talking, Brian and I were talking about this in the Tuesday episode, but it's like, actually, I've done crimes, so I think I'm going to stay out of the spotlight. Like, yeah. I, <laughs> I mean, it's, it's smart. It's smart only if you, if he's, it's not smart for someone who's legit. Yeah. It's no, but it's smart clearly, if you're not legit. Yeah, exactly. But it's like, he's the first person I've seen out of all of this to recognize, oh, I'm not legit and I should not become a very public person. I yeah. should stay a person that no one who knows who I am. Yes. And just continue to reap the benefits. It's all because all these people, the only reason any of these people are being tried for their crimes is because they decided to step into the highest office yeah. in the land. They otherwise would have continued. Paul Manafort would be in 
his penthouse in the Trump Moscow, coats. wearing his, in his ostrich coat, yeah, having having the time yeah. of his life. Another thing about the Michael Cohen uh, thing is that they un- they recovered two million dollars in fines from him. So the mu- the Mueller investigation is still revenue positive. <laughs> yes, I know. It's like they got like forty million dollars from Manafort, two million dollars from Michael Cohen. They're honestly just making bank on yeah. this investigation. <laughs> Maybe we should forget about you know the tax bill. We should just yeah. continue the Mueller investigation. Rec- <laughs> yeah. Okay, let's do an update on. Brexit. Oh, I'm ready. Great. I, okay. I'm ready and I'm researched. Elise brings brings the info. Okay. So there was so much drama in Brexit this week. I'm not sure if you guys saw the video where so Labour is like they're Democrats, the Democrats, I guess. So a Labour MP walked up during Parliament and he grabbed the ceremonial mace that represents the Queen's authority in Parliament. And if it's moved, then they can't pass any laws because the magic stick has been moved <laughs> with the spirit stick. <laughs> it literally, it, it remind. I was like, can someone who's actually knows how to do computers smash this, like mash this up with uh, Kirsten Dunst dropping the spirit stick? Let's ask Brian to do it. And it's it's truly so funny. And like you can, if you watch the video, the guy just like runs up and kind of walks around with it for a little while, and people are like, disgraceful, disgraceful. <laughs> That's the most British shit we, I've ever heard in like, my life. We must have him out. He's <laughs> like so. Funny. Okay, I don't know if you follow Chrissy T get on twitter mm, but she's course. like trying to understand british like <laughs> Brit- how britain works and she like posts a video she's like oh well the guy grabbed the stick so i best guess we better all go home it, it literally like you can't they yeah it, it means it's like the queen's presence why so do they call it mace it it's sounds, a scepter right it's of. a scepter but mace means like what you do to stop a rapist but also but maybe they mean it in the terms of like isn't a mace also like an like a big like that thing with a ball on the end of it that's like i a, guess i've just never heard i don't know i don't know whatever it's very old it's, it's a very old stick it has a crown on it i feel like and this it's is very important that no one touches it i feel like during the revolutionary war they were like this is how that they were like conducting whether or not they should invade the colonies like, yeah and they're like <laughs> they've got like this big and i love i do love that also after the revolutionary war there i like to think there was a meeting where they were like so are we going to do the mace thing or no let's keep and they're like let's not have the big stick that everybody needs to that has to be in there <laughs> it doesn't make any sense uh it kind of seems like an unnecessary weird thing. i wonder if they had like a mace stand in at the constitutional convention and then everyone's just like fuck this bullshit yeah like, like we don't need the mace here we don't yeah. need the queen's authority yeah. like it's again it's really actually anti-american to have the mace yes. because it's sort of what we were fighting against exactly needing. So anyway, so that's us. what happened with the Mace. So basically, they voted down Theresa May's or Theresa May. There was supposed to be a vote on Brexit on Tuesday. Theresa May canceled it because it was not going to go according to plan. It was what we were going to. They were yeah. going to Brexit. Yeah, they, they were going to. They were basically going to vote down this deal that she's made with the EU. The EU has been really clear that they're like deal or no deal. Meghan Markle situation. <laughs> uh, they're like, listen, you can either like take this deal or you can Brexit without a deal right. which is really which bad. would screw up their trade yeah it would and probably them. mess up their economy yeah it would fuck up their economy on like many different levels it would be very bad um it could like potentially reignite like the irish civil conflict oh. like it would, it would be really bad that's an unexpected you know yeah that's just like another thing that could happen so but basically everyone hates the deal because hardline brexit people are like oh, this so is, it's not brexit enough and then the people who 
don't want Brexit, don't like it because it's Brexit at all. So like there's really there's like nothing for Theresa May to do. I really wouldn't want to be her. No, no. That said, she so there was there was all this drama after she canceled the vote. Then they decided they were going to put her up to a vote of no confidence. That's when her own party gets together. She's part of the conservative or the Tory party. They all get together and they decide if they still want her to be in charge. I really thought she wasn't going to survive it, but she did. Uh, she did like all over 60 percent of the conservative MPs voted uh, for, her. for her. And then 37 of her own MPs voted against MPs her. MPs are like Congress people. Yes. And in a parliamentary system, basically, they, we the British people don't directly elect her. The MPs elect, elect her. Yeah. The British people elect one party to be in charge. They elect parties and then the party with the most people elects a leader and that person is the prime minister. Yes. Um, and the mace is an important stick. <laughs> it's a very and important. that's all you have to know yeah. about Great Britain. All you need to know is they've got a queen, they've got a prime minister and they've got this real fancy stick <laughs> that has to be in parliament or else shit. It's disgraceful. Shit gets crazy. <laughs> so, so bizarre. So one thing that she did agree to is that she said going into the next election, which their next general election is in 2022. It's a minute. It might not. Yeah. I mean, again, again, if history history happens, but she said that she will not be the leader going into the next general election. So like, but she has a lot of time. Yeah. She's got time to continue working on Brexit, which I'm sure is a delight. What is the, where's Brexit? So she's in Brussels now trying to get more deal out of the EU. She's trying to like get more. I think the EU is basically like you guys can truly fuck yourselves at yeah. this point. Like they don't care. If I were them, I'd be like, you're not. This is not our problem. You're yeah. your own problem. They're like, listen, we gave you a deal. They've been really clear that this is the only deal. Also, there was a video between the thing with the mace and her no confidence vote. But on the day where we like knew a no confidence vote was coming, there was a video of Theresa May getting stuck in her car. Oh, I saw- I saw that in the and, like, email. Angela Merkel's just like waiting for her, and like Theresa May is just like st- stuck in her car. She's and probably, she can't get out. It's probably like bollocks. This is not what I need right just, now. Like literally, just like God. <laughs> like, we got people grabbing the mace. I'm stuck in my fucking car. <laughs> the British economy is gonna collapse. Like this is oh bother. Yeah. <laughs> like, I mean, you know, it's probably. Trump is probably like, you know what? At least I'm not the only one with problems. Yeah, I know. He's like, honestly, France has their own shit. Yeah. Emmanuel Macron. They're they're not loving. He's probably like, this wasn't what I signed up for. Yeah. All right. Okay. So let's move on to one more thing. Um, It's a interesting story. Yes. You may remember Maria Butina. Maria. From a while ago. Um, She is a Russian person who is living in the United States. I want to say she's a spy. Yeah, she's some she's sort some of, sort of operative. Yeah, they basically, keep calling her an operative, yeah. which I love. I think she is an operative. So basically, she pleaded guilty in federal court on Thursday for conspiracy to act as an illegal foreign agent. So I guess that would be a spy. Yeah, um, she was accused of working to infiltrate Republican political circles through groups such as the NRA and the National Prayer Breakfast. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> which like come on, all right, to basically bolster Russian interests, mm-hmm. which she did. She acted under the direction of a Russian in- official, Alexander Torshin, who I actually think. Like they haven't heard of heard from in a few days. Oh, or maybe that was someone else. Oh I need god, to fact check. That. Oh god, there, there's there's some like Russian guy who 
like kind of disappeared yes recently this is a digression but on russian state television the other day they tried to show that they had invented a new robot that can dance and then it was revealed basically because of a problem with the suit that it was just a man in a robot costume who was dancing that so like they can't like that's like the moon landing yeah it's, it's like why did you guys like first of all was there a need for you to announce that you had a dancing robot why did you create a fake dancing robot i mean because they wanted to seem like more advanced yeah the robot race russians are yeah there's a lot going on with the russian government so basically this woman maria butina her goal was to kind of like she basically had a fake relationship with this republican operative named paul erickson i know who's very like embedded in the nra and the national prayer breakfast and like all manners of conservative stuff um, and she agreed to cooperate with the United States, which to me sounds a little bit like the next phase of her spying. Yeah. Now, I'm like, like, are we trusting Maria Bettina now? Right. Like, why would a Russian operative just cooperate all of a sudden? Like, it doesn't really make any sense to me, like, why they would buy into this. But I guess I haven't ever, like, Russia hasn't been trying to, like, come collect its girl or anything. Because I feel like they could probably be like, you have to give us Maria Butina back. And then it could be, like, a whole but, but, thing. But they maybe they're doing that because they know that this is part of her plan. Yeah. It just right? Seems like, like, why aren't they trying to get Maria Butina back? And also, it's like, she, it seems like she was a really successful spy. Very. Like, she completely infiltrated the Republican, like, crew. You know what I mean? Paul Erickson, I think, still, like, thinks she was really his girlfriend. No, he's still thinks that for sure <laughs> that's so sad he for sure thinks that <laughs> that's, that's so sad. sad it's like no she was really my like yes she was a russian spy but we had something real <laughs> like it was real between us no this like it really she really and like she basically got into this circle acted like a regular person she asked trump a question at a press conference mm-hmm. like he calls on her there's a picture of her and rick santorum like like smiling yeah she's like with him she's incredibly successful and now she's like in part of the investigation so even if she's like even if all she's sharing with the russians and not even lying is like what they're asking her yeah that's very valuable information i just can't wait for the maria butina biopic that will absolutely happen the guy who disappeared is some bank bank related guy okay yeah yeah I have to look back on this. Um, but she faces a maximum of five, five years in prison. Again, not that much for not someone trying to like undermine our whole country. A Russian spy? Julius and Ethel Rosenberg got the chair and they yeah. weren't even spies. Yeah, like it was, that was fake. Yeah. That was just a racist thing that was happening. By Trump's former lawyer, Roy Cohn. Do you know that? I didn't. You know have not that. seen Angels in America, clearly. Oh my okay, God. Okay, so Roy Cohn was the one who was prosecuting them, who got them the chair. Yeah. Wow. Mind blown. Wow. All right. So now that wow. I'll leave you with all of that, this okay. is a good note to end on. We will continue to update you on all of this crazy shit I that's know. happening. Um, sign up for our email, betches.co slash sub sign up, mm-hmm. one word. If you want to win stickers, makeup pouches, plastic wine cups. Yeah. What else? All these- a notebook, all the shit. Sign up for the referral program. Go mm-hmm. to referral.betches.com and Get your unique link to yeah. send to your friends. When you send it to enough friends, we will send you prizes for free. Yeah. And it's going to be great. It's going to be amazing. Um, um, yeah. Until the end of history. <laughs> I'm Elise Morales. I'm Sammy Fishbach. And this has been the Benches Up Podcast. Goodbye. <laughs> Betches.